सहजस्ते नेचुरल इन मी एफर्म्स नेचुरल इन यू वी डिस्कवर्ड दैट एट फिफ्थ चक्रा विशुद्धा ओपनिंग ऑफ इट इज इनविटेशन टू फॉर्म हेल्दी आइडेंटिटी और सेंस ऑफ आईनेस और ईगो बिकॉज फर्स्ट फाइव चक्रास दे आर ऑल अबाउट हेल्दी आइडेंटिटी एंड फिफ्थ विद द राइज ऑफ आई कंप्लीट्स इट but the question is how to build that healthy identity we already explored the features of healthy identity self care care of others boundaries trust and with surplus energy quest but how to achieve those features how to format in all children without exception that is what we need is to build a healthy identity no compromise but also in many adults who are suffering from a variety of problem particularly mental health issues psychological trauma ptsd they were abused physically emotionally sexually healing cannot happen unless the healthy identity is formed because what healthy identity does it puts a lid on the emotional turmoil which is going on underneath a lot of people who are emotionally wounded their emotions this whole turbulence turmoil erupts spills into the brain causing tremendous emotional volatility so that emotional storm has to be contained because then only we can think of doing something in the world with with a sense of stability also if we are building a healthy identity then we are going to get self esteem self evaluation self worth that entirely depends on self esteem then we will be able to connect to the people get a job get education receive love give love create relationship all that we need for healing so in children in all children building a healthy identity and in those who need help healing first of all we have to build a healthy identity in them too but how to do this 
So let's go in some which was. In order to build a healthy identity, we have to connect the person to the culture, their own respective culture. Whether it's a child or person who is suffering from a variety of emotional trauma, because they feel isolated, they feel disconnected. And the idea is to connect them to their surroundings, connect them, connect them to themselves. So this process is two directional, connecting to inside and connecting to outside. How we can do that? If we really look our life, our existence in the world, it is because of our mind and body. Mind means emotions, intellect, and body is physical body. So whatever we do, think, learn, understand, action, they all depend on our mind and body. That is the medium. So that means our healthy identity depends on these three factors. The physical body, emotions and feeling, and intellect. So if I want to build healthy identity, I have to build these three components. I have to do certain things in which three components of this mind-body will be activated. We will develop confidence in them and through them we will earn, we will receive self-esteem to move forward. Because healthy identity, the engine, the motor of it moves by the energy of self-esteem. So first part is about body, physical skills. That is why we encourage in our children to join athletes, sports, various physical activity. What happens if we are doing physical activity? It may be walking, it may be yoga, it may be tai chi, it may be anything. But body has to be involved. And what it does to the body is, that we develop confidence in our body. We feel, yes, I can perform something with the body. And what that brings? Lot of confidence. And when other people appreciate, that brings more self-esteem. Also, my orientation in space becomes better if I'm working through my body. We can pick and choose because there are hundreds of activities from skydiving 
to the swimming, from running, to sailing, from yoga, to Tai Chi. And sometimes people who are abused, they are not interested in these activities because they develop body armor, body defense. Sometimes their body is in inertia. In order to remove that inertia, some kind of physical activity is essential. So that is the first part of a healthy identity to develop physical skills, skills of the body. The second part is emotions. What is the function of emotions if we recognize them, if we express them, we connect with ourselves and we connect with others. And that is what we want from our children, that they are in touch with their emotions. So they recognize them, they understand them, and they express them. So they won't accumulate emotional toxins, anger, guilt, fear, and anxiety. So connecting to ourselves, developing relationship with ourselves, and the second one is connecting to the outer world, other people. Relationship with others. Because in that process, we are receiving love, we are giving love. And as we know, the love is the fundamental force of life at the very core, very center of it. Many people who are not well, who have gone through PTSD, all kinds of emotional and mental trauma, what they do, they are disconnected from themselves because they don't want to go there because there's so much darkness is sitting. And also they don't want to connect to others because they, they may feel ashamed. So they are locked into this rather emotionally neutral place. So they feel protected. They need not to go through turmoil, which is good up to a point. In the beginning, sometimes we have to protect ourselves. We have to insulate. But if we really want to heal ourselves, if we really want to develop a healthy identity, if we want to succeed in the world, one day we have to let go of that insulated space where we are isolated. And how we do that? By becoming aware of our own emotions either through meditation or through mindfulness or through yoga or through some instructor, it doesn't matter. So we have a very accurate feedback where we are. And slowly we become more comfortable 
then we can go into the dark aspect of those emotions. And same thing, we connect to others. When we are creating relationship, there will be loving people who will give space, who will give support. So relationship is essential for healing. For a healthy identity, not only adults who are injured, but in all children without exception. And these children later on become better employees, better relatives, better parents. And their life satisfaction is more in comparison with those who don't have those emotional skills. Sometimes people without emotional skills, they may succeed in material world, technical world. But overall experience of life is diminished dramatically. So after the physical or body skill, emotional skills. Ultimate peak of the emotional skill is emotional intelligence in our day-to-day -day world. And the last one is intellectual skills means power of thinking, learning, understanding, analyzing, self-reflecting, articulating, expressing. And there are hundreds of subjects that is what we do with the children and same thing should be done. People who are emotionally wounded need healing. They have to master some intellectual skill. Not only it will give them a meaningful work, but they will be very proud of themselves, which will bring again self-esteem, that energy needed for And that is what intellectual skills. Combine all three forms, healthy identity. And as you can see, Maslow's hierarchy of need, that pyramid, he called it esteem needs, prestige, feeling of accomplishment, positive self-evaluation, because without that, we cannot move to higher stage of self-actualization, which will come in higher chakras. So if esteem needs are not fulfilled, then we will sing, sink into lower part of this pyramid. We'll be hungry for love. So many needs, social needs won't be fulfilled. So we won't go up on the top of the pyramid, instead we will go to stage lower. After exploring the full impact of fifth chakra opening and also what it does, what it contains, now practices. Seven practices, pose, shoulder, stand. Because in shoulder stand, we press the chin against the throat chakra. 
ब्रीदिंग उज्जय और ब्रेथ ऑफ विक्ट्री इन विच वी कंस्ट्रिक्ट द थ्रोट लिटिल बिट एंड वेन वी आर एक्सहेलिंग इट मेक्स द साउंड ऑफ ओशन वेव्स इट्स ए वेरी पावरफुल ब्रेथ इट गिव्स कंट्रोल ऑन आर ब्रेथ एक्सप्रेशन कॉन्फिडेंस so it is called breath of victory we feel as if we earned a victory victory over ourselves third practice is chakra meditation very simple we can visualize a blue orb at the location of the fifth chakra and focus on it bandha or lock is neck lock in which we bend our neck and touch the chest bone with our chin we are going to practice it seed sound is hum hum is affirmation of myself affirmation of myself my identity my eyeness before i transcend it priya saraswati is the energy the goddess saraswati is the is the energy of knowledge and wisdom so kriya is dedicated to her and her tantric mantra is aim so kriya is om Aim, namo, namha. I bow to the sacred energy of Saraswati or knowledge. And when knowledge is transcended, it becomes wisdom. So Saraswati, the energy is knowledge as well as wisdom. and finally affirmation i express for me i express for me i express for you i express for all i express i express because that is the very nature of life from a single cell to the plants and plants to the animals and animals to us nature wants express our life energy if something remains unexpressed it is a problem it manifests as anxiety or guilt or anger or a unfulfilled life so affirmation is expressing so this is just to show meditation on throat chakra this is jalandhar band on neck lock and finally seed sound hum affirming acknowledging my presence in the world 
not to shrink, not to become egotistic, but simply in my abilities, expressing myself as fearlessly as possible. So that was the fifth chakra, the peak of our worldly life, which majority of people are given and they have to come to the fruition, the opening of fifth chakra. But in many that never happens because of trauma, tragedy, losses, bodily injury, emotional problem, all kinds of life circumstances. So before we embark with full force on a spiritual path, we have to take the stock of the situation of our life whether we have healthy identity or not, means a fifth chakra is functioning and it is connected to other chakras. Because sometimes we want to bypass our healthy identity. We don't want to connect to the world. We find an excuse that I want to bypass the world because I'm interested in spirituality. But we have to be very clear, unless we have a mature identity, unless fifth chakra is functional, we cannot transcend ego. We cannot achieve much on a spiritual path, no matter how much skillful we are in meditation and yoga, how much knowledge we have how many retreats we attended, how many gurus we have. Because this is truly the springboard, the fifth chakra. We are on quest. It's the last feature of healthy identity. We are completely ready. And once we take this movement forward, we will never look back because nothing will pull us back. Nothing will hold us. So in naturality teachings, spiritual life truly begins with maturation of ego and healthy identity. If I don't have a mature ego or healthy identity, how I can transcend? सहजस्ते